Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Monday, September the 7th. We're actually going to dedicate a fair bit of today's podcast to the almost miraculous story of one man's battle to recover from an attack which left him unable to walk or talk. Joe Shaw suffered catastrophic head injuries near a nightclub in Ramsgate in 2018. He was left in a coma and needed part of his skull rebuilt. We visited 26-year-old Joe at his house in February and saw the work he was putting in to try and walk and talk again. Well, since then, Joe has been using a revolutionary app developed by a specialist who used to work at East Kent Hospitals Trust. Within weeks, Joe and his family had seen incredible results. He was able to walk using just parallel bars and could communicate more. Ollie has been catching up with Joe and his mum, Nancy. Obviously, last time we we caught up, you were using a hoist to, to stand up. Um, and, and you're working through through your speech. Since you've used this app, I mean, how much has changed? I can now be able to speak. I used to use a communicative mode, but now I can talk now. And I can walk again, walk using my bars. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's one of the things I think people, because people uh, watched you take your, your first steps when that happened, and was that back in February now? So we're going back a, a little while, but not not a really long time under the circumstances. I mean, how does it feel to be able to to to, to walk now more on your own? Yeah, honestly, amazing. I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Getting there. And um, working with working with Ben, and um, obviously this is a technology that he's that he's helped create. So I mean. I mean, how, how has it felt using it? How has it felt actually using that technology to, to be able to improve? Yeah, really good. Didn't feel like anything to start though, did it? No, 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 no. Honestly. Well, looking at the lines, it didn't feel like anything. No, 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 no. And then it just clicked. Then things just started happening. Like being able to, to speak and being able to walk again. It, it, it's something I think people are going to struggle to get their heads around. Yeah, yeah, how yeah, yeah. a piece of technology could be could be this transformative, and also in, in quite quite quickly. Because how, how long before you started? How long have you actually been using the app for now? Nineteenth of March. Okay, cool. And how long was it until you started really noticing a, that clicking happen? A week later. <laughs> a week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how did you how did you how did you feel when that when it when it clicked like that? I just want what the hell, what's going on, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane, isn't it? It's insane. Yeah. I mean, Nancy, how did, how did it feel to, to, see, to see this click for Joe? Well, it, to be honest, we, we slowly noticed it the next week and then the next week it was getting more and more and more and just the speed is phenomenal how, how quickly he's getting better. Um, <clears throat> way past any expectations any of us had but it's so exciting so exciting you know he can see a light at the end of the tunnel now where before he couldn't yeah, yeah. three times a day we were doing the the app and the exercises and the exercises although were so minimal they were so difficult yeah uh, but now he can do them yeah yeah what and what were some of the exercises talk me through them joe they were just Easy exercises for you, or for me, in order to do with my coordination. 
So is that um, was was it walking exercises and movement exercises as well yeah. as walking, or was it just talking? Um, most to start with, most of the exercises were for upper body strength in his wheelchair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was for the coordination of the upper body and getting the shoulders working. Um, and then slowly, slowly, we introduced him to the bars about three weeks and, after and, meeting Ben. And also, also, he got me on a Bennett's mat. Yes. So this is a big part of Joe being on the walking bars. He has to do part of his standing just on a balanced mat which yeah. just for you and I is a challenge, but he does it yeah. blindfolded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just relying on the ear only. Wow. Um, and when you see him, he, he, he did it earlier today. It's the best I've ever seen him do it. He, was, he just stood still, completely still, no yeah. wobbling at all on the balance mat. So Yeah. Joe, when we, when we spoke back in, back in February, you were, yeah. you were determined that you were going to get better and you had goals. And yeah. You wanted to yeah, 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 yeah. And you've already kind of, I think, way surpassed what 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 yeah. other people expected at this point so i mean what are your what are your goals now what are, what are your dreams that you want to accomplish i'm gonna i'm gonna i want to start walking and get i'm i'm doing my stairs at the moment my bedroom is in the living room when when the living room to me i i'm gonna be upstairs in my bedroom my christmas time and i'm and i'm gonna it as well all in the mind. <laughs> what the mind can conceive, the body can conceive. <laughs> no, 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 it's not me. Ben Chitambira developed the app, which he hopes will also help stroke patients and those who've suffered a spinal injury. He's also been chatting to Ollie. The app is a set of lines which uh, a patient looks at in on a laptop and you can also project it onto a television as well. What it does is it induces sensory conflict in the brain between the visual system and the balance system, which is sensors in the ears. When that conflict occurs, it allows the brain to recover the networks with the ear sensors for the balance system. And when that happens, the balance system recovers. The balance system controls muscle tone and we have always known in neuro rehabilitation that to recover muscle strength, you have to recover normal muscle tone first. So by allowing the brain to control muscle tone, the app then allows the muscles to regain movement and muscle strength. And so is this the first of its kind to be able to do this? It is the first of its kind to focus purely on regaining balance and muscle strength directly through stimulating the brain. And how many other uh, kind of uses could it, could it be used for? I mean, is it, is it the kind of app that could be used for multiple kinds of injuries and, and disabilities? It is an app which works with stroke, traumatic brain injuries, neurodegenerative conditions like MS, traumatic sort of uh, spinal cord injuries, you can use it to improve balance where people have lost their balance. And you can also use it with uh, people who have got vertigo. So it has got quite multiple uses. And at kentonline.co.uk, you can see video of Joe walking.
Kent Online News. A group of children and teachers have been told to self-isolate after a year six pupil at a sitting-born school tested positive for coronavirus. Staff at St Peter's Catholic Primary in West Ridge were made aware of the case yesterday and a letter's been sent to parents. Meantime, bosses of a Kent secondary school where a member of staff tested positive for COVID-19 say students have not been affected. The head of the Lee Academy Trust, which runs Strood Academy, says parents were informed on Friday and everyone who came into close contact with the infected person has been traced. Six men have been charged after anti-immigration protesters clashed with police in Dover. A total of 10 people were arrested after violence broke out on the A20 near the docks on Saturday. A separate event was also held in the town in support of refugees who are crossing the channel in small boats. An elderly couple have been taken to hospital after being attacked during a burglary at their home in Paddock Wood. Two men wearing balaclavas forced their way into a property in Chantler's Hill before making off with jewellery and money. A Kent MP has promised to help former staff at a service station on the M20 who are still waiting for a payout more than 30 years after it was promised. Around 75 Maidstone Road chef workers were given shares in the company back in the 80s but have never received the cash they were entitled to. Faversham's Helen Waitley says she's asked the Treasury for an update and has been assured HMRC are working to find a resolution. Now applications open today for places at Medway newest secondary school. Lee Academy in Raynham is due to open next September for up to 180 Year 7 pupils. The multi-million pound building just off the A2 has been taking shape throughout lockdown. Principal Alex Millwood is sure it will be completed on time. We're set to finish in July, which also gives us a month's grace if it overruns. So we're very confident that we'll be finished on time. If for some reason it wasn't, we've got plans in place where children will be able to access the site, carry on learning while certain floors and areas of the academy will be finished. But there's no reason it shouldn't be. We hear about such a demand for secondary school places at the moment. There must have been a great demand for this new school. There has been a lot of interest, a lot of demand, yes. We've had a significant number of people register interest with us through the website. So we've provided that opportunity to get a feel for numbers. Um, there is a lot of um, social media coverage of us at the moment. We've got lots of followers already online as well. So, yes, I do believe it's going to be quite oversubscribed. Um, you're just taking in year seven and then it's, it's going to build from there. So there won't be a vast number of pupils starting in such a big school, but about 180 that you say that you're going to be hoping, hoping to welcome when it opens. How is that all going to, to kind of pan out for, for those children, do you think? So yes, we are expecting 180 um, and we do expect that we will fill all of those places. So it's a really exciting opportunity for those children to be coming to us as a new, as a new mixed comp. Um, obviously, it'll be a little bit different for those children because they'll be the only year group in the school. And I know that there's been some concern about whether that affects their sort of social development at secondary, but they'll be, they'll be mixing between themselves as a year group. And actually, they'll be that founding year group. They'll be that really special year that, that are the founding cohort of that of the academy. So it's a really exciting time for them. And excitingly, you've been doing a lot of stuff in the background things like choosing uniform I mean that must be a great part of your job can you give us a bit of an idea as to what it's going to be like 
Well, there's lots of exciting decisions to make, as you say. The uniform was an, was an exciting one. Um, being a local girl myself, I was looking at what the other academies have on offer. We want to stand out. We want to look fantastic. Um, so we've gone for a really smart grey blazer with a coloured braiding around the lapel and matching tie and, and black trousers and skirts. So I really wanted our pupils to look smart. They'll even have their own logoed school bag. So they will, they will look really smart as they're, as they're rocking up to site. Um, but yeah, lots of exciting decisions to make behind the scenes like that. What are some of the biggest challenges, though? As you say, it is incredibly exciting because you're literally starting from scratch. It's all brand new. But have you had any challenges so far? I think the biggest challenge in moving forward is that currently, effectively, it's just me. So I, it's, which is fantastic. I get to make all these exciting new decisions um, and lead on them. Um, and I will learn a lot in that role because I'll be doing the role that otherwise maybe a whole senior leadership team would do until we almost open. Um, the bit I'm most looking forward to is recruitment. And I think the challenge there is working out what your staffing model is going to look like, what teachers you want, um, and then basing that on the best quality that you get through through that recruitment process. Police are investigating a suspected arson attack at a school in Sittingbourne. Two bins caught light at South Avenue Primary yesterday afternoon. Another blaze also broke out in the grounds of Sunnybank Primary in the Merston part of the town. The design for a new development, nicknamed the Ashford Shard, has been changed after bosses criticised the plans. The idea is for a 16-storey building with more than 200 flats as well as townhouses and three commercial units on the corner of Beaver Road and Victoria Road. You can see what the proposals look like at Kent Online. A Herne Bay man who faces being evicted from his caravan has launched a bid to build what he says will be Kent's greenest home. James Woodward reckons the carbon neutral property would be a UK first and cost around £300,000. It would generate more energy than it uses when complete. He's currently trying to get planning permission for land in the town. Finally today, football and Gillingham have been drawn at home to Coventry City in round two of the Carabao Cup. The Jills beat Southend United 1-0 in their first round match at Priestfield on Saturday but were left with 10 men after Ryan Jackson got sent off. It was of course the Jills' first competitive match since lockdown started in March. Gillingham manager Steve Evans spoke to us after the game and said it felt strange not to have supporters there. That's the same for every football club up in down the country. Personally, I don't like it. Personally, I think it's rubbish. Um, I think it's you have to be self-motivated. I think I've always been that as a person, as a manager. I've always been able to bounce up. Players, we're still working out who is and who's not, but you have to be self-motivated to play in these times. If you're not, you get left behind. And then some players will play with no pressure and play better. And as we know, some players respond to spectators and respond to a crowd. And um, it's, it's really it's really sad in these times it has to be done. But I'm very respectful for people that's lost loved ones. You know, um, I've been through that pain recently, nothing to do with COVID with my mum. And it's, it was the worst two weeks of my life. So I can imagine if you're watching someone sit there and, and die from, from that virus, it's must be incredibly tough. Chairman rang me this morning. First thing, you excited? I was, I was, I was buzzing because it's, it's the start of the new campaign. And he came into my office and he, and, and he was. But we, there was people around us that just, that just didn't seem as if there was that buzz that you yeah. get. Open day, everyone walks in. Open day, everyone walks to the ground. Everyone has a supporters go for a beer or they have a burger or something. They're all up front, aren't they? And I just, I miss them. I miss them probably more than most. I'm. Old school. I'm not one of these youth coaches that came through, played academy football and had 10 years of it with nobody there. So I desperately miss it. So the sooner we get them back, the better. But very respectful of 
of a government or prime minister to say. They're next in action on Tuesday night in the EFL Trophy. Well, that's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. 